Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and each Monday we talk to an expert from Lutheran Social Service. And as parents, we are often our children's first source of sex education. We know this topic is important for our children's well-being, but some of us might not know how to approach it. Logan Sand is with Lutheran Social Service's SELF program, and Logan joins us to discuss how parents can best empower their children and learn where to start. Good morning, Logan. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us today. So tell me about Lutheran Social Services SELF program. What is SELF? I assume it's an acronym. And what makes it unique? It is an acronym. You're spot on. SELF stands for Seeing and Exploring Life's Future. Uh, the SELF program does comprehensive sexuality education in school and community settings. Um, we've been doing sex ed in the Twin Cities since the mid-80s. So we've been a program um, for quite a long time. Yeah. And what makes us unique, I really think, is how customizable our program is. So when we think about doing education, not only are we thinking about making sure our education is comprehensive, but we also want to make sure that it's medically accurate and culturally resonant. So we work with our community partners to make sure that we're providing topics and information that are really going to sit well with the populations that they serve and that are really going to be the information that they need. And as a result, I think we're able to reach a lot of populations that are maybe often overlooked or aren't provided with really good sex education. Sure. I mean, for many people, talking about sex can conjure a wide range of strong feelings. I'm even a little bashful to talk about it on the radio, which is hilarious. I mean, why is it sometimes so difficult to talk about? Excellent question. And I absolutely hear you. I think I think it can be difficult because it's a topic that just inherently comes with emotion. It is our our experience of sex and sexuality is rooted in our values, our worldview, and our experiences. And so many people have such different experiences around sex and sexuality. The messages that they get can be so disparate, right? We can get messages from our family, from our peers, um, from our cultural or religious leaders, from the media, from just generally the world around us. And often those messages are in conflict. Mm -hmm. And add to that the fact that most people, not everyone, but most people are kind of taught that this is a topic that we don't talk about, that is taboo. I think all of those working pieces together just make it a little bit difficult for people or at least give us some feelings when we're thinking about whether or not we want to talk about sex and sexuality. Right, especially with children. So uh, comprehensive sex education, that phrase, we've all heard that phrase, or many of us have it in any event. What does it mean and why is it important? So comprehensive sex ed means that we are looking at all of the elements of sexuality that go into creating our sexual experiences and identities. So a lot of people think that sex ed is just, you know, birth control, or they've seen um, that Hollywood depiction of, you know, the class where they put a condom on a banana. And maybe that is part of sex ed. But sex ed is way more than that. It's consent. It's healthy relationships. It's communication and decision making. It's empowering students with knowledge so that they can make the decisions that are going to be healthiest for them rather than us just making decisions for them or telling them what's going to be important. Sure. So when is the best time for parents to initiate these conversations with their kids? Hmm. 
I would say early and often. Um, <laughs> so some people think that like talking about sex ed with your kids is, you know, a one-time quote unquote talk. Um, maybe it happens around puberty, but I think that it's really important to start those conversations as early as possible. From birth, we are sexual beings. Um, and really tuning into that is really important. So obviously when you're talking to someone who's zero to three, you're not gonna be talking about birth control, but <clears throat> when a young person is zero to three, you can be having the beginnings of conversations about consent and body autonomy. And you can be showing up for your kiddo and um, showing them that you're a trusted adult or someone that they can come to when they have questions or concerns. Um, and so I think as early as you can start having these conversations is when you should start having them. Sure. Uh, for some parents, if you know, as we've kind of addressed this, the feelings of the embarrassment might hinder some of these import important conversations. So what advice do you have for people to help move them past those feelings? Mm. I would say, you know, it's a cliche phrase, but practice really does make perfect. Mm. You know, I didn't, I didn't just spring forward as a fully formed sexuality educator. I also, um, you know, <laughs> had really awkward um, sex ed experiences in middle school. I also felt like it was a really awkward and difficult topic. And um, throughout my life, it's been something that I've just practiced and practiced and practiced. And now it's something that I can get up in front of a group of anyone and talk about. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that every parent is going to become a sexuality <laughs> educator, but they, should, they can just start by picking topics that maybe feel a little bit more comfortable to them. So maybe they're not ready for body part conversations, but they are ready for conversations about how our bodies belong to us and that we get to have control or autonomy over our bodies. And then maybe they can gain some practice in talking about these topics that can help them kind of build or scaffold into um, the topics that make them feel or that we're making them feel more uncomfortable and be able to approach them in a way that's a little bit more comfortable. I also think it's worth acknowledging that this can be an embarrassing topic. And when we're talking to our kids, the kids can't really pick up on whether or not we're feeling uncomfortable or embarrassed. So if parents are feeling uncomfortable, if they can kind of own, own up to it, to their kids, say like, hey, you know, you might notice I'm feeling a little uncomfortable or embarrassed because this topic is hard for me. And I think it's really important to talk about with you. So I'm gonna work through that because you're so important to me and because this topic is gonna be so important for you. Logan, uh, terminology can change quickly with some topics like gender and sexual orientation. Uh, how can parents best support children in their identities if it's new territory to them? Mm, that's another really great question. I think I could probably talk about gender and orientation for a full hour. Mm. Um, so I'll try to keep it. I'll try to keep it brief. I think the best way that parents can support children in their identities, if it's new territory, is first by providing them with unconditional love and support, which fortunately parents are often really good at already. Yeah. <laughs> um, just being there for their kiddos, no matter what, and backing that up with education for themselves. 
and not counting on their young person to educate them, but really seeking out resources um, to learn more about that terminology so that they can come to the table to support their kids in the way that their kids need to be supported and ask really good questions to communicate with their kids rather than relying on their kids for education. You mentioned resources. So what resources are out there for parents to help empower them and support them and educate their children and themselves? Yeah, another great question. I mean, I think we live in a day and age where there are really awesome resources around um, sex and sexuality on on the internet. So Mm -hmm. you can always find good resources there. We're really fortunate that in the state of Minnesota, especially in the Twin Cities area, there's a lot of really great sexuality education resources and clinics that parents or um, youth can reach out to. And there are folks like the SELF team where we are more than happy to not only meet with schools and communities, but we'll do one-to-one education. We'll, you know, if you send us an email, we'll send you the resources that we have. If you want to set up a meeting, you know, we'll talk to you. We'll kind of walk you through those conversations. Um, So we get to feel, um, we feel really lucky that we get to be a really great resource um, to help parents and their kiddos because we know that even though there are resources online, it can be really difficult to navigate. And um, sometimes you just need to tag in an expert or someone who's a little bit more comfortable. And we're really happy to be able to do that on the self team. Logan Sand is with Lutheran Social Services Self Program, and Logan joined us to talk about how parents can best empower their children and learn where to start when it comes to sex education. Logan, thank you so much for talking with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me.